Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Spotlight Series. This is the show where we choose a genre every month, doesn't have to be scary, and we review the best and sometimes the worst in that genre. So we are in comic book month, and ladies and gentlemen, this is the third Batman movie we have done. We did a... I'm surprised we haven't done more, honestly. Yeah, we've done a live action, Batman Returns. We've done an animated two-parter. Batman the Long Halloween. And so now, ladies and gentlemen, we are reviewing the newest installment, or reboot, if you want to think of it like that, of the Batman mythos. Ladies and gentlemen, we are reviewing the Batman. This bad boy, this is farm fresh out of 2022. So that was a, I felt weird saying it like that, 2022. Mm-hmm. This came out March 4th, and we... Went to the theater and watched this as it came out. It is a fun one. Where I'm going to get deep into all the things about it, but it's a really, really, really good movie. So, if you don't know anything about Batman, and that's ridiculous, but if you don't know anything about this movie in particular, this is a version of Bruce Wayne slash Batman where he is younger. This is the second year of him being Batman. And so it's a lot more detective-y. He does whomp the shit out of people like Batman does in every instance of his being Batman. But this one has a lot more, I don't know, detective-y clues, things he has to solve. Because the villain is the Riddler. And this Riddler is not like the Jim Carrey version. This Riddler is like a serial killer. Uh, he is. He has this crazy mask on. His voice is like crazy and scary. He likes waiting in cars, like Michael Myers, and actually to cut throats. The scene where he is hiding in someone's car and he knocks them out, it's straight from Halloween because when the babysitter sits in her car and it's fogged from the inside and she like wipes the window, she's like, "Why is it foggy in here?" And he comes up and strangles her. Edward does that. The same thing. Uh, this movie is good stuff. So it had a really weird beginning because this movie was supposed supposed to be Ben Affleck. And in 2013, he was cast as Bruce Wayne slash Batman for a ton of things. So in 2016, he was in Batman v Superman. Uh, Martha is the subtitle of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he was in Suicide Squad, actually a really cool cameo in Suicide Squad. I absolutely loved it. And then he was in Justice League in 2017. So after that, there were plans Warner, Warner Brothers wanted to do a standalone Batman film because it's been a very long time, at least 10 years, since we've had a standalone. I can't remember the Christian Bale, the last one he did. Like 2010 or 11, yeah. So it's been around a decade. And obviously with Ben Affleck, the guy's amazing direct directorially writing wise and acting wise i still think he's one of the best bat bat men we've had he has the look and i didn't like that they made him old well in the first version when you see ben affleck as batman they're like oh he's been retired for a long time or he's been doing batman for a real long time but then they like that was a really dumb thing to say because He's still beating the fuck out of people like he's a young dude. I'm like, yeah, you shouldn't have said he was old. Just say he's 30. 
Like, Ben Affleck is an older guy now, technically, but just say he's in his 30s. Like, all Batman, but, you know. So, they've been trying to work with him to do a standalone film. And this was going to drop around 2016, 2017. And I am kind of sad because the first idea that they worked on was going to be after Justice League. And if you remember the end of Justice League, you remember that Deathstroke... Hey, is Joe Manganiello. He's going to be Slade Wilson. Uh, I'm sad that that might not ever happen. And our boy Lex Luthor, or Lex Luthor Jr., whoever the fuck he's supposed to be, Lex, knew Batman was Bruce Wayne, and they were going to work together to take down Batman because he didn't kill that weird alien guy. <laughs> so the idea was going to be a play on Arkham Asylum, a serious house on serious earth, a really cool comic book that's that's based all the way in Arkham Asylum. So Batman has to go in and deal with all of his villains that are inside of the asylum. And it was going to be a hopefully better version of Nightfall. So if you remember Christian Bale's third movie, the shitty one that I absolutely hate, that was a terrible version of Nightfall where Bane breaks everybody out of Arkham, waits for Batman to catch everybody, and then beats his ass when he's completely tired. So that was what's going to happen with Slade. Slade was going to break everybody out of Arkham, and then when Batman's all worn out, he was going to jump him. And I think that would have been really cool. Batgirl's supposed to be in it, and they were going to actually explain what the fuck happened to Robin, because we saw his suit, and we saw that Joker wrote on it, spray-painted, you know, jokes on you, but we don't really know how and why and why is he the second robin where's the first robin where's you know fucking nightwing at this point you know so they were going to explain a lot more things in the past present and future of batman and so i'm very very depressed so dc did what dc does best when it comes to movies they keep picking at people and ben affleck was supposed to direct it Uh, I want to say he was helping with the writing of it, and he was going to star in the movie, which is fine. He did Argo. He did all these movies that won Academy Awards. He can do it. No problem with that. DC was a little worried. They're like, hey, we want a movie like like the Avengers. We want to make a billion dollars, Ben. He's like, well, just let me do my shit, man. Get off my back. Okay. Five minutes later. Hey. Mm, Change this. Hey, Mm. hey, you got that story, right? Hey, hey, we We don't don't like like this. I mean... Hey, in Avengers, they did that. You should do something like that. Like, let, let me make my movie the way I want to make my movie. Change it. I mean, really, it's the same reason that Justice League was absolute trash and hated by most comic book fans, the original Justice League that we got in 2016. Um, the hate on Justice League actually contributed quite a bit to this Ben Affleck situation as well because everyone was upset at how just garbage the justice league movie was that we finally got and didn't want anyone to return they were upset with basically everyone in the cast because of it we know now 2022 versions of ourselves know now there was a snyder cut and it was long as hell but man was that a good ass movie yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's what we should have got and that's what we would have had had warner brothers not just been like hey Hey, you. Hey. Hey. Hey, I don't like it. Can you change it? Yeah. Please? I don't like that. Change it. It's... Make both of their names Martha. Make them realize it. 
in a dumb way. So depressing. Yeah. So with this, Ben Affleck decided to back out of doing all these roles. He's like, well, I'm not going to direct it. I'm just going to star in it and help with the writing and stuff. And everybody was like, "That's come on, why aren't you doing everything? And then he was like, I don't know if I'm even going to do the movie now. I'm like, fuck, man. So Warner Brothers, officially his, they fucked everything up. Mm -hmm. So the Batman that has not had his own movie, Ben Affleck has not had his own movie. Every other Batman has. Hell, even Will Arnett, Lego Batman, he got two of them, ladies and gentlemen. But Ben Affleck is the probably only Batman at this point to not get a solo film. So, with that all happening and him getting divorced from, uh, no, no, Jennifer Garner. Garner. (laughs) Katie's like, Jessica Biel was like, dang, they were together? (laughs) I was like, fuck, he was with her too? Shit. (laughs) So with him leaving and him getting divorced and him not being really that happy of a person, he's happy now. He's with uh, Jennifer Lopez and seems like he's doing really good. The search for the new director and actor happened. So a couple of names popped up and let's see if you guys know these. Matt Ross. Hey, you remember uh, <laughs> one of the douchebag friends from American Psycho? I think it's the one with the cool uh, layer on his card. Uh, he, he was one of them. Ridley fucking Scott. <laughs> he was tapped to do this, which I don't know if it would, would have been that amazing or it would have been bad. I have no idea. George Miller. You ever seen Mad Max? You remember Fury fucking Road? <laughs> you remember that wild ass like car chase of an explosive Australian movie? Yeah, I think George Miller would have done an, a, an absurd an absurd Batman movie. Uh, Dennis Villanueva? Hey, he just did Dune! And he's gonna do Dune, too. And then, Fetty, Fetty? Fetty? Alvarez. I'm sorry, bro. Frederico Alvarez. He did the newest Evil Dead and Don't Breathe. I enjoy his horror movies. They're really, really good. I think he would have made a pretty solid scarier themed Batman movie. He would have done really good. But they went with Matt Reeves. So I don't know if anybody remembers that name. He's good friends with J.J. Abrams and he directed Cloverfield. He's done other things too but he's actually a gigantic Batman fan and he had tons of ideas and stuff and so he got the job and he had really cool ideas and he wanted to do something that wasn't necessarily in the DC, DCEU? Is that the name of it? Sure. The connective multiverse, not multiverse, the connected world of all the movies that DC keeps saying that they don't have one because if every movie isn't successful, they don't want to connect them. So that's, Except they've all been in Justice League together, so they are all connected. Shh, you're not supposed to shut up. You're not supposed to talk about that one. They're all separate. So that's why Wonder Woman... Is in that world, maybe. I mean, hell, in Captain... Sorry, Shazam. I can't say his real fucking name because it's another person now. Superman was there for... Yes, but they didn't show his head. Yeah. So it could have been him or another one. So everyone's separate until they all work out. And then they'll be like, psych, they're all in the same world. So that's what DC's working on. But Matt Reeves... Matt Reeves was a little worried because he didn't want these 
strings put on him. He's like, oh, it's got to be in this world. So maybe it's like a prequel to all of them or blah, blah, blah. He's like, nope. Your movie is, for all intents and purposes, in another universe. Just like Joker probably is in another world. And then they told him, if it's good and we have a better idea later, don't worry about getting him there. DC's all about multiverse stuff. Mm-hmm. Hell, uh, technically, this Batman is an Earth 2. <laughs> There's two other Batman before him before it gets to zero. So, Earth 2 is a world in the comics where it's a lot more realistic. So, in this world, Bruce Wayne, he didn't go train with ninjas for 10 years and come back. Alfred trained him. Mm-hmm. The more realistic thing. It's like, hey, Alfred, I want to fight crime and make my parents like you know their legacy better he's like okay well i was in the military so i'm gonna teach you everything i know and then we'll maybe find some people but you're gonna be a fucking badass one-on-one with people that's how he trained in the comics he's a ninja so that's why christian bales was a ninja and he was still stupid but this batman it's technically earth 2 they don't want to acknowledge that especially with the suit um different batman suits are kind of upgraded his looks a lot like uh, batman white knight if you know that comic book which is a really cool batman he's a dumb dumb <laughs> he just fights people and a little bit of mix of earth too so it i i like it i like it so they came up with this idea and it takes a couple of nods from different comic books so it takes some things from the long halloween hey, with the falcons and the carmines and all that stuff Dark Victory, that was the one with when he finds Robin. I don't know where they pulled things from there. And then it pulled from year one, obviously, because he's a young one. And then they pulled from, uh, what was the name of it? Zero Year. And that's the one where uh, Riddler is a scary, scary person and causes a giant, super crazy, scary flood to just destroy Gotham. I wonder when that happens in the movie. So, uh, there's tons of nods in this. It's funny. So, Matt Reeves, he took inspiration from Kurt Cobain for Bruce Wayne's look. And the Zodiac Killer. So, you know, Ted Cruz for the Riddler. Some of the pictures of the Zodiac Killer, if you look at it, it's scary shit. Scary pictures. So, uh, it, it, it's... It's so good. So it pulls from the back in the day stuff of Batman. So there are still crime people around, just like when we talked about the long Halloween. But then we're starting to step into the world of costumed or titled bad guys. So we're getting the beginnings of like the Joker and a Riddler and Catwoman. There are people there that have names and it's like, you're named after an animal? It's like, oh my God, you're really scary. Yes. And we haven't seen anything magical yet. But maybe with a sequel, we'll see people that live because their body's cold. Or, I don't know, we'll see some weird shit coming from here. And I could see, you know, this Batman dealing with that stuff and not being ridiculous. So, Katie, what did you think about the Batman? I really liked it. It was really good. Much better than I was expecting. I did not have high hopes going into this because... Oh, for, um... Not just not just for um, Robert Pattinson. I don't really haven't really watched anything of his besides Twilight and Harry Potter, so I couldn't really judge 
pre this movie based on Robert Pattinson, but honestly, my low expectations were because of DC and their horrible, horrible managing of their movies and their plot lines um, in recent years. So going into this and coming out of this was a pleasant surprise at how well it was done. Um, I really, really, really liked the direction that they took the story. I liked that they left it open for a sequel. I liked the different characters that they introduced, and yeah, and I, my favorite thing about the whole movie, we'll talk about later when we get to it, um, but it has to do with how it ties into or the things that they took from their other cartoons and um, comics, like the Long Halloween and different things yeah. like that. I really like this, and I am a big Batman fan. I've, I know I've said this before, but yeah. if you, if you if see... If you couldn't tell. Yeah. If you see our our house, I it's almost a full line of just Batman comics. I know it's like two sections out of five are just Batman stuff. I love him. Um, there's, yeah, we've got Batman posters and lunchboxes and all sorts yeah. of shit all over the house. He's one of my favorite characters because he's crazy. He is crazy. And he lives in a city where crazy people are just doing crazy things. And so it's... There's so many nods to that that it's just, you're just as bad as them, sir. You know that, right? You're just as bad as the guy that thinks he's a fly, flying firefly that shoots fire out of a gun. You know that, right? He's like, yeah, I'm just bad. I'm a bat. I'm a bat that drives in a car. But he, this version, uh, a lot of people said that Robert Pattinson was going to be shitty with it. He did great. Mm-hmm. And he made Bruce Wayne a, a younger kid. He's supposed to be what? late 20s maybe yeah so he's in his late 20s and this batman a lot like my boy michael keaton does not really give a shit about the bruce wayne side they just want to fight they have a lot of rage in their bodies michael keaton was able to hide his a lot more but all of his movies is just him sitting waiting and the light clicks on he's like fuck yeah i get to do what i want to do this batman all he wants to do is fight. He stays up all night, stay, probably stays up all day working on stuff for the next night to go out and fight some more. I really loved his Bruce Wayne. And a lot of the times when I have a Batman I really love or a Batman I really hate, it's their Bruce Wayne I'm not really a fan of. Because the Batman, yeah, either you talk too much or you smile, but Batman's kind of the same, honestly. Yeah, the best Bruce Wayne we've seen is definitely... Um... Ben Affleck. Yeah. He, he did, did the best. really good. He played the in both sides, but he played the like was cool. I'm a rich guy, I'm a rich kind of playboy type for the cameras. He did that really well and then transitioning into like I'm a secret bat vigilante like yeah. he did that really well. And I was talking to Katie about it cuz she was like, "Man, he really don't really give a fuck about being Bruce." And I was like, "Yeah, this, this young one, he's full of a lot of rage." Towards the end of the movie, that starts to change a little bit. And probably in future installments, he's going to be a lot better as his Bruce side. Because right now, he does not care about being Bruce. There's been multiple lines in the movie where it's like, hey, you need to get your shit together. Or you're going to lose everything. He's like, I don't care. He's like, I just want to fight. He's like, but bro, all this money helps you fight. Like, you should really help try to keep that part in line. He's like, I don't give a fuck, Alfred. I really don't care. So, yeah, it's, it's solid. It's long. It's a long movie. But I didn't feel... Like, it was long. Like, 
we went to the movie at what nine thirty, maybe ten o'clock, mm-hmm. and I felt it like that. I was like, "Fuck, it's like almost one o'clock when we got out." But I was like, I had a great time with it, so I wasn't grumpy. So going through the cast, we got Robert Pattinson as Batman, pretty solid one, and we have Zoe Kravitz, uh, non-withstanding what she talks about online about you know black things. You know, I still like her, but she's got some hot takes but she plays selena kyle catwoman i honestly think that catwoman i don't know if this is a hot take but i think that when people think of catwoman or try to cast one it probably should be someone that's of color and not just a white lady for some reason i don't know some of the cooler versions weren't just a a white woman and there's nothing wrong with that nicole kitman was amazing but just some of my favorites weren't just white and she's mixed so zoe kravitz is uh i forgot what what she's mixed but she's not just you know just a black lady so but she did great as catwoman i had a really good time and their whole teaming up thing was really fun so we have paul dano he plays the riddler edward nashton so it's funny you go with his real real name and not edward nigma like enigma but paul dano i remember him from not another teen movie. He was one of the friends in that. He's played on a lot of other things, but he, this Riddler is completely different from Jim Carrey, and I really like this Riddler. He has goals, and he's really good at getting two of those goals, and it's absolutely amazing. This version, this Earth 2 Batman world, Gordon, James Gordon, is black or not black he's jeffrey wright is black oh he's black okay so i i'm fine with it i don't care in the justice league world that dc world we got um the guy to play jonah jameson oh um jk simmons jk simmons was gordon for that the justice league movie and everybody's like holy shit and then they i don't know if they're ever gonna acknowledge that again but i was fine with it so I, I love this Gordon. He's really cool. So he's not commissioner yet. He's just a what, lieutenant at this point. Mm-hmm. And he's good friends with Batman. Even though everyone else around him's like, bro, do you know who that man is? Do you know who he is? He, he could be the killer just fucking with us. And he's like, no, man, no. Nah. No, nah, you, 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 <laughs> you're not crazy, right? And he's like, nah, I'm just, I just have like a bat. <laughs> uh, John Totoro, I remember him from Mr. Deeds. He was the... Um, uh, butler in that i remember from that he's been in tons of things he really loves being in adam sandler films and the coen brothers he loves those people a lot and spike lee he pops up in a lot of things with him so he plays carmine falcone hey from long halloween so we're gonna there's some things that dips into uh and then we have andy circus no he doesn't play a cg animal or weird cg thing he plays Alfred Pennyworth. So we have another English actor hopping into the role of Alfred. And this Alfred, I really liked him. I feel he could have did a little more sass, but Bruce wasn't there for the sass. So. I think he was sassy, though. Yeah. He had sassy moments, for sure. It'll be better when he gets a little bit older and more mature as a Bruce. It'll make the sass back and forth be better because he was just like a grumpy teenager like anytime in the morning he's like i don't want to do this he's like bro you gotta he's like you know so yeah 
And then playing the role of Penguin, we have Colin Farrell. If you look at him, it does not look like Colin Farrell. It took hours for him to change and look like the Penguin. It was absolutely amazing. I feel shit, man. It's, I watched a video of him doing the makeup process, and it's, it's absurd. And then there's tons more just smaller characters and stuff, but, eh, man, it's, <laughs> the movie's great. So just, please, I, I would absolutely give it a shot. So we'll get through the story, and we'll talk about it, and then we'll get into our favorite and least favorite characters. So the beginning of this movie, we start, actually, we don't start with that just yet. Hold on. So we see someone watching a family through binoculars, and you hear this, like, weird breathing. You're like, oh, shit, what is this? And so we see a family. They head out for Halloween. And then the dad is watching TV. And so on TV, we see that he is the mayor, Don Mitchell Jr. And he is in a close race with this new upstart person. And she's getting all up on his shit. Uh, Real? Yeah. Bella, Bella Real. She is the mayor candidate. And she's like, bro, you're probably in on all this bad stuff in town. You haven't fixed anything crime rate has gone up he's like but but we we stopped all those crime families he's like shit's worse like what have you done for for gotham he's like oh and he's watching on tv and he's talking to people on the phone he's like i thought we were gonna be in the lead it looks like she's shitting on me he's like i can't watch this he walks off and we see that someone has been behind him for a good minute or two just in the darkness you can see the glasses the light reflect off the glasses this man rushes him, knocks him in the head with something heavy, and then proceeds to drag him off. And then we see what happens to his body later. <laughs> so we see this pan over Gotham, and it shows just different people doing bad things. We see people breaking into a bank, trying to set it on fire and spray paint and stuff. This dude robs a corner store. All these bad people doing things, but then... The, the light hits the sky. Batman's signal goes off. And we hear a, a voiceover of Robert Pattinson saying that Gotham's a big city. I can't be everywhere. But when that light hits, people know what that means. And they don't know what corner, what dark corner I'm sitting in. And the guy that robs the corner store, he runs out. And he looks into the nearest alley and it's completely dark and he stops. He doesn't want to go in that alley because that dude might be in there and beat his ass. <laughs> the dudes that are fucking up the bank. One of the spray cans rolls into this dark corner. The guy doesn't go pick it up. He's like, oh, shit, I think I heard something. They run off. All these people are terrified because when that signal goes off, it means Batman is probably close by. So we meet up with this one guy. He's on the subway. And he gets off in this gang. They're doing some initiation where you have to knock somebody out. Unfortunately, it's kind of a thing now in social media. But they pick their victim and they surround him. It's like 10 guys. And then we hear footsteps from the darkness. And then we see Batman. He comes out. And they're like, who the fuck are you? And the leader gets too close. And just like in the trailer, Batman grabs him, hits him like 15 times. Just whomps this guy. And he's on the ground. He's not waking up. And he looks up and he says, I'm vengeance. And everybody's like, oh shit. They all spread out. He systematically shuts everybody down. 
this Batman suit, it's bulletproof. It probably still hurts to get shot, but bullets bounce off of this guy. So there's no, it's just cloth. No, this, he's, he's ready to get shot. And he beats everybody up. The one kid that was getting initiated didn't do any fighting. He actually didn't want to fight Batman. He runs off. And Batman lets him go. Batman looks at the guy that he saved, and that dude says, don't hurt me. And Batman, he doesn't make a face or do anything. He doesn't even try to calm the guy down. He just leaves. Because he doesn't really give a fuck if people are scared of him. Actually, that makes it better. If everyone's terrified of him, maybe they'll choose to not do something bad at night. So, I like it. But the whole voiceover, the whole time saying that, this is perfect, man. I hope everybody's scared of me. It'll hopefully make crime go down. So, he gets the call. He meets up with... Lieutenant Gordon. I'm going to say Commissioner Gordon at some point. <laughs> and he sees that the Riddler, the new killer, left Batman a message. And so they team up and they are trying to figure out the clues because this guy loves him some riddles and doing stuff like that. And so the <laughs> they find out more info on a thumb drive because he has his thumb right next to the thumb drive. Batman makes a joke. He's like, thumb drive. So they find all this info be of someone being a rat. There's some person on the inside doing a lot of bad stuff higher up, you know, up the line. But then unfortunately, all the mud and all the bad things get leaked to the internet. So, hey. So, hey, welcome to the future. It's not like old-timey Batman stories. No, you do something, that shit goes everywhere. So now, things are getting out. And so, Batman sees that on the the thumb drive, the mayor, he had pictures with a lady. Some prostitute kind of lady at the Iceberg Lounge. Hey, it's a nightclub and it's owned by Penguin. So Batman walks up to the front door and knocks on it. The bouncer opens the door, he's like, who the fuck are you? He's like, you know who I am. Door closes. Two bouncers pop up, and he's like, yeah, he's trying to get in, but I didn't, I'm not letting him in. He kicks the door into one of the guy's face, beats them up, and starts walking in. Batman whomps everybody <laughs> on his way in. So, Penguin tells him, because he's like, hey, man, don't stop, please, beating up my, my friends in here. And Penguin kind of plays dumb, but Batman realizes that one of the servers, it's Selena Kyle, she's got the same boots just like the prostitute lady, or not a prostitute, but probably a prostitute, had in the picture. And so he follows Selena home. And they discover that Selena's friend Annika, her name's Annika, just like in the comics, she gets abducted. So now Batman and Selena team up to try to figure out what happened. And so while, while Selena's on the inside of the Iceberg Lounge trying to work out stuff, they discover that all the district attorneys, all the cops, everybody is in on the payroll of this. And Batman's like, Jesus Christ, everybody's like crooked here. Just like back in the day, Batman. Welcome to Gotham. And one of the district attorneys goes to his car and gets abducted by the Riddler. So the next day at the funeral for the mayor, a car drives in, just barrels into the the funeral, and hey, it's that district attorney that got kidnapped last night. Hey, he looks all right. Hey, what the fuck's around his neck? Oh my god, it's a bomb. Everybody leaves. 
Batman pops up, and he is talking to the guy. He's like, why do you have that on your neck? And he's like, some dude jumped me. So the Riddler calls him, and they start, they play a little game of answer these three riddles. So the questions, it starts out with a riddle, and then the Riddler wants Coulson to divulge information. So he's like, how much money did they pay you every month just for you to be a piece of shit? And he's like, they didn't pay me anything. He's like, you should really be truthful or your head will explode. He's like, they pay me thousands of dollars just to ignore court cases. I'm like, that sounds about right. And so the third question was, who is the, what's the name of the informant that gave the GCPD information that led to that drug bust? Like who, who did it? And he's like, I can't tell you that. And he's like, you're going to die in 20 seconds if you don't tell us. He's like, I'm already dead. If I tell you, I'm going to die either way. And then his head explodes. <laughs> Batman, who is right next to the guy, gets exploded. He doesn't die exploded. He just gets thrown back and he's knocked out. And he gets taken to the police department. It's weird they took him there. I don't understand. This is the most confusing part of everything. Like, the, the pull that Lieutenant Gordon must have over everybody else because somehow... Batman came in on this fucking horrible crime scene, questionably fucked it up, like, from what the GCPD could see, and they carry them him out of there on a stretcher and take him to the police station, and they didn't bother to rip off that mask? Yeah, that's weird. They didn't find out his secret identity? Like, James Gordon pulling out the fucking strings, Commissioner Gordon, whatever, Lieutenant Gordon... Yeah. Like, what the hell? Well, it's funny. How do you have that much power? When they got to the police station, somebody was like, we should take his mask off. I'm like, where? Why didn't you do this? It's probably a 20-minute drive here. Why didn't we do it in the car? I'm like, oh, shit, it's a Bruce Wayne guy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, put it back on real quick. So at the police station, someone's like, hey, we should take his mask off. And they started reaching for it. He wakes the fuck up and starts swinging. He's like, God, get off me. And Gordon's like, hey, let me talk to this crazy bat guy. You guys leave the room. And so everyone's on the outside of the door, just kind of watch, looking in. And Gordon tells Batman, you need to punch me in the face and take my key that's in my pocket. And he's like, aren't you going to get in trouble? He's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I know you're not a bad guy, so you need to get the fuck out of here. They're not going to let you out of here. And you're probably going to go down for something. They're going to pin something on you. So Batman punches his friend in the face, takes his key, and then repels up to the rooftop of the police station. And then... He presses a button on his suit, and look at that. It's like a squirrel flying suit, and he glides down to the city, and he's hauling ass, and then he <laughs> tries to, like, pop a parachute out. He hits, like, the top of, like, this moving truck and, like, falls into the street. He's like, oh, He tried to, God. like, parachute his way under a bridge. It was a bad choice. Yeah. I think he was trying to, like, land on the truck as it was going under the bridge. And he's like, oh, God. <laughs> so he hits that. He gets up limping and he gets his ass back home. So I was like, hey, at least, you know, at least he's not captured. So while this is happening, anytime daytime hits, Batman goes home. He has contacts in his eyes that record everything. And so that's how he gets copies of everything and uh, identifies faces. So in his eyes, there's a heads up display, just like in the video games and it. It shows everybody's faces, who they are, which is some sweet, super sweet technology. And so during the daytime, 
the Riddler sent him a cipher. And so with crazy people, whenever they have manifestos and stuff, just like the Zodiac Killer, they send coded messages. And these messages probably tell you everything. You just have to solve it. And they send this page, giant fucking scroll of just symbols. And it's like, solve it. And so Batman, oh, Bruce and Alfred sit down and are trying to figure it out. So while this is happening, Alfred's trying to get Bruce to do more of the business side of everything and not the Batman side. And Bruce really isn't the biggest fan of that. He really doesn't care. He just wants to fight. And he tells him, like, no, this is kind of what being a Wayne's about. You have to deal with the business and the, I guess, pleasure. You're having a really good time out there fighting people. So Batman and Gordon, they deduce that the informant might be the Penguin. Because he's kind of just been involved with all of these things. And so they find him at a drug deal. And then they find out that Maroney's operation transferred to Falcone. Along with a lot of the corrupt cops. So they did this drug bust and got, you know, Maroney out. And they're like, hey, we solved the the evil, like, family crisis. Look at us. And like, no, they just fucking pass it to another crime boss. That's all. You didn't do anything. So... Selena, she sneaks up to the drug deal and she finds her friend's corpse in the back of a car trunk. And so she wants to steal all the money because she's like, fuck these guys, I'm taking their money. And she finds her friend's corpse in the back of a car. So after a lot of bullets, Batman runs around a corner and Penguin's like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. He drives off and then we see the Batmobile. So this version is like a, like a muscle car with a rocket on the back, <laughs> bulletproof everywhere, and we have a sweet ass car chase with the penguin. Um, the penguin causes this like I don't know twenty car pileup, and then a gas truck explodes, and through the fire and the flames, like it's fucking Dragon Force, Batman's car flies through the air, rams Penguin's car, and it flips and crashes. So Penguin's like hanging out hanging halfway out the car like oh my god and batman walks up to him and just kind of crouches down and looks at him he's like okay we we, we can talk now we, we can talk <laughs> so batman and gordon they talk to the penguin and after learning that they are terrible at spanish because they they're using the wrong like prefixes and suffixes for spanish and they're like El Rata. He's like, it's La. It's La Rata. Does anybody fucking speak Spanish here? <laughs> and they head to an orphanage. So Bruce's family, they funded this orphanage. Well, they funded a project that created the orphanage. It was oh, a yes. bigger project that also helped fund the orphanage. Yeah. And so Bruce discovers that his mom actually is an Arkham. That was her surname before she got married, and she was probably a little crazy, and so there was a lot of things, and the dad has a lot of ties to the Falcons, and they're like, oh, he's just as bad as the Falcons, so we discovered that the Riddler has a pretty big grudge against the Wayne family, because Bruce, being a rich boy, didn't have to deal with these things, even when he didn't have parents, he was fine, he didn't have to live in the orphanage, where every winter... A kid would die because they didn't have any heat or food. And so he's like, fuck that. And so they discovered that Bruce Wayne is the next victim in line. Alfred finds a package in their mansion. And he's like, huh, that looks weird. 
doesn't look at the font or the writing. He's like, hey, it looks like the writing of the Riddler guy that we've been looking at for days. Oh, well. And then the bomb goes off. So Alfred does not die. The second he exploded, Katie and I were like, if they killed Alfred in this world, we were going to be upset. Because you know how we feel about Alfred. <laughs> He's the best character. Yeah. So the Riddler, he leaks evidence that Thomas Wayne, when he was running for mayor, he hired Falcone to kill a journalist because they were going to re- reveal stuff about Martha Wayne and her family and her, their history of mil- mental illness. And Bruce is like, what are you talking about? No, my my parents are good people. My dad wouldn't do that. And then he talks to Alfred and he's like, yeah, he actually was involved with Falcone. He didn't hire him to kill anybody, but he did say, hey, could you like talk to this guy? Maybe rough him up a little. Like, so there is a little bit of truth there, but Falcone and him killed the guy, but he didn't want that. He just wanted to him to back off. So Bruce is getting kind of mentally fucked up about this because he thought his parents were, were great people and they had some issues. And just like in the comics, there's a lot of things that come up about Thomas and Martha and Bruce is like, damn, I'm, I'm fucked up. So... Thomas, he planned to turn himself and Falcone in to the police after this. And you know the origin story of Batman. They go to the movies one night and they get shot. So Alfred really thinks that Falcone had Thomas and Martha Wayne killed to to keep Thomas quiet. So they're like, oh shit. So a little bit later, this movie's all about bad parents. <laughs> We Selena finds out that her dad is Falcone. <laughs> and she's like, that dude's a piece of shit. I'ma kill him. <laughs> and he finds out well, she finds out that her dad killed Annika because it's tons of back double crosses and stuff. The mayor told Annika a little too much. And so when Falcone popped up, he's like, hey, what did the mayor tell you about everything? And she's like, oh, he told me that Falcone was the informant. And he's like, oh, you don't know who I am. <laughs> That's me. Yeah, you're not leaving this room. <laughs> and yeah, he, he, he kills her. And so Catwoman's ready to fucking go. So now they have to stop Catwoman from killing Falcone because Batman's trying to get somebody in and bring them to justice and everyone's just getting murdered. <laughs> so we end up at the club and Falcone meets up with Catwoman and Falcone meets up with Catwoman and then the power goes out and Catwoman is trying to kill him and Falcone's choking her out and Batman comes in and knocks him in the head and Batman tells him like no you're going to justice bro and Catwoman's really mad she's like we should kill him he's a bad person like no we don't do that we don't do that and Falcone's like, you think I'm going to jail? You think I'm getting locked up? He's like, I own everybody in this town. I will be out, and I'm going to fucking kill y'all. As they're walking out the doors, sniper shot. <laughs> Somebody just blew Falcone's head off in front of the cops, in front of everybody. And so they see a person in the window. So the cops head over to this apartment building. They find the Riddler's apartment. And there's posters all on the wall. He's got posters up saying like, oh, who's the Batman? And there's pictures of Bruce and there's everything. And so 
the cops are in there and they get a call that the diner down the street, some creepy guy just walked in and some lady saw him climb down the fire escape. It's probably the guy. They run into the diner, has not moved. He's like, I just wanted some coffee. And then they just, you know, forcibly arrest him. So they caught the Riddler. He actually turned himself in. And so probably one of the best scenes in this movie. Batman goes to Arkham and he sits down with him and they're talking and the Riddler looks at him and he goes, Bruce Wayne. He just says Bruce Wayne a couple times and you can see the despair in Batman's face because he's like, fuck, he knows who I am. He's like, I'm, this is, I'm ruined. I, I can't be Batman if someone knows. He glances toward the camera and I get... I like to think that in his head, he's like, what can I do to stop the feed or stop him from talking? He's like, I don't know what to do. But then Riddler keeps talking. And he says, damn, we almost got Bruce Wayne, didn't we? And he's like, oh, you. Oh, sweet. And Batman, his face instantly changes back to, oh, fuck yeah, You don't know who I am. Sweet. We discover that Riddler thinks that him and Batman were teaming up the whole time. Because he's like. You're the muscle of this plan. I'm the brains and you're the muscle. Well, you're smart too, Batman, but there was no way I was grabbing Falcone out of that club and bringing him outside. No way I could do that. But you could because you're the Batman. You're vengeance. And it's like the second he came outside, I killed him. I killed all these bad people that were in our way to make Gotham a better place. He's like, we're friends, bud. And Batman's like, no, you're a sick fuck. And he's like, you're crazy. I'm not nothing like you. And he's like, what are you talking about? We're, we're the same. Like, we both use fear to get what we want out of people. It's like, we're very alike. And you can see the look in Batman's face. He's like, fuck, man. Like, he's starting to learn. You can't just be super scary. You can't just be a scary Batman. You got to do more than that. And the Riddler is sitting there talking to Batman. He's like, wait, 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 wait. what's happening right now? He's like, this isn't supposed to go this way. What's happening? He's like, you're not as smart as I thought you were. You don't, oh, you didn't figure it all out, did you? He's like, well, there's more to this plan that I have, but I can't keep leading you along, bud. So you'll see soon. My plan's going to happen. And Batman is like, shit, there's more to this. He talks to Gordon. He's like, he's not done. He set something up. So later on, they discover that Batman has stationed carb, or that bat, that, excuse me, so Batman and Gordon discover that the Riddler has stationed car bombs all around Gotham in perfect spots to break the dams because Gotham's kind of like San Francisco, kind of. It's like Manhattan and San Francisco Not had a San Francisco. It's Louisiana when the walls, New Orleans when the walls break, everything gets fucked. Well, yes, but every time they show a picture it's like it's like an island because in the christian bale one there was you're right it's built like, like manhattan it's just its own island out yeah. in the middle of nowhere yeah you're so right. they discover that riddler set up bombs everywhere and when they explode systematically all the water is going to rush in he's going to flood the fucking city and kill so many people actually it's already happening batman's mm-hmm. too late to stop the bombs it's kind of like watchmen it's like, oh, no, we know you're going to do this bad thing. He's like, we're here to stop you. He's like, oh, that happened 20 minutes ago, chief. He's like, I, I didn't want y'all trying to stop me. I did that shit early. So the bombs destroy the seawall all around Gotham and flood the city. Just as 
mayor-elect Bella Real, because she didn't have anyone to fight against her anymore, because that dude's dead. She is new mayor. Hooray! At her celebration in, I don't know where, I guess, that, that, was, that wasn't City Hall, it was probably close to the center of town. The water is rushing in. People are getting fucked up. But there's more to the plan. If the water didn't kill the new mayor, the Riddler's followers, because he had a YouTube channel, and all of his Boogaloo boys, all those shitty gun people, gun nuts, they really like the Riddler and all the shitty Trumpy things he likes to say. So, he had his followers dress up like him and head there. Because if the water didn't kill her, y'all are going to shoot her. And you're going to look just like me. So they're like, who did it? Oh, it was the Riddler. We saw him up there. Batman and Catwoman team up. And they're like, we have to stop this. It's, we can't stop the water, but we have to keep her alive. Or this town is going to fall apart. So they get there and Batman and Catwoman are fighting for their lives. And Batman just about stops everybody. Dude stands up and takes Batman off his feet with a shotgun. He hits him so close. Batman is dazed, fucked up, and Catwoman is getting beat up. So what does Batman do? Pulls a little syringe out of his pocket and injects himself. And a lot of people think, theory-wise, that that was some version of Venom, just like Bane uses. But Matt Reeves was like, it was just adrenaline. Yeah, that's what I, I assumed I it was know. adrenaline. But everybody was like, oh, oh Bane, he has, he has a serum like Bane. Uh, he injects adrenaline to his body. If you've never seen a movie that dealt with adrenaline, you instantly stand up and scream and get a boner. Yes, uh, I think that's actually true. When you hit adrenaline, if you're a dude, you instantly get a boner. You can't help it. But Batman gets up. He's like, ah, and runs at the guy. And he absolutely whomps this man. He has to get pulled off of him because he's just in fight mode at this point. And Gordon's like, you stopped it, dude. You're good, buddy. They take off the mask and he's like, who the fuck are you? He's like, I'm you, bud. I'm vengeance. And Batman's face again. He's like, fuck, man. Like, these bad guys are taking clues from me. He's like, fuck, I'm not a bad person. And so, in the water, the mayor is trying to save people. And the scoreboard above is still plugged in, kind of. There's electricity sparking off of it. If that falls in the water, everyone's dying. So, Batman shoots his... A grappling hook towards the shocky thing he takes off his battering that he has on his chest and so I didn't even bring up this the battering if you look really closely at it the handle part of it is the gun that was used to kill his parents mm -hmm. so he's edgy as fuck he cuts the electricity part gets shocked for a second and falls into the water I was like oh shit he gets back up real quick and he starts saving people he pulls out a flare he comes up to the mayor and he's like, follow me. And he realizes with another voiceover that he has to be more than vengeance in the city. Like, sure, he can be scary and be this like boogeyman, but he needs the people on his side. It makes things easier. And he's like, maybe I can be more than vengeance. I got to be more. And then, hooray, the world is saved and Batman's on TV. The news is like, hey, the mass vigilante of Gotham, the Batman hey, here's clips of him saving people from the rubble and Batman's standing there and it's, you know, the, the sun is rising and he meets up with Catwoman and Catwoman tells him, like, hey, we should just leave Gotham, you and me, the bat and the cat, let's go somewhere and let's, I don't know, rob people or do things. 
And just like in the comics, especially the newer ones with Batman, where they were going to get married. They actually love each other. This Batman and Catwoman, they love each other. But Batman's like, I can't leave. Like, the town is still flooded. Like, I can't leave. Don't <laughs> leave. Be leave. Right? And then Catwoman's like, yeah, I knew you would say that. Like, just, you know, have fun, bud. And she leaves. And Batman is riding next to her on his motorcycle, and they split off. And he's riding, and he looks pretty sad. And then he looks up, the bat signal. And then he revs his motorcycle up to like, like a buck fifty. He's riding back into town. And then that's the end of the movie. Oh, there was a deleted scene that they added later. So Riddler is in Arkham crying because his plan fell apart and his best friend Batman's not his best friend. And he's like, what do I do? And in the next cell over, we hear some really weird laughing. And a really lumpy-faced man that you kind of see through the glass. It's the Joker. So in this world, the Joker's already been caught. He's done bad things. And Matt Reeves said that what he wants to do with the Joker is have him like a Silence of the Lambs situation. He wants Batman to go to him and ask him about killers and stuff. And a Joker kind of helps him, but he kind of wants to get out and kill him. But they're kind of friends. Because usually Batman and Joker, they can be friends if... You know, things worked out better. There actually is a comic where they were friends because they didn't know their identities. Like, they lost their memories. And they were best friends. Smallville. And then the second they realized who they were, they were like, oh, oh shit. And they kind of back up. They're like, I have to kill you. Um, but yes, that Joker's talking to Riddler. And he's like, oh, that's not your buddy, dude. Like, I can be your friend. And it's like, don't worry, man. Your plan went great. It's just, we just got to get the Batman out of the way first. He's like, just let's wait. Bide our time. There will be a perfect moment that we can just take over. And then he starts laughing. And then the Riddler starts laughing. And then they're just giggling together. I was like, oh my god. There's another deleted scene that um, they left out that Batman actually went into Arkham. And he asked Joker about the killer, about the Riddler. He's like, what do you think... what do you think he's doing this for? And Joker's like, this this seems personal. He actually s- slides in, like, info about the case to Joker. He's like, this is real personal. Like, did you piss this guy off or something? He's like, I don't know who it is. He's like, he knows who you are, it looks like. He's like, I don't even like you either. I want to kill you, but this dude really wants he doesn't, you know, he wants to kill a lot of people in town. And he's like, do you, what do you think he's going to do next? He's like, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> he starts laughing at him. He's like, fuck you. <laughs> And Batman, like, just frowns and walks off. And Joker's like, hope you die. <laughs> so this world's going to have some type of relationship with Joker. And I'm happy he's already caught. I don't need another Joker movie. So, Katie, what did you, Who? Oh, shit. Katie, who was your favorite character in The Batman? Batman. He was my favorite. I'm Batman. Yeah, I'm Batman. He did really, really well as Batman. His Bruce Wayne was mediocre at best, but that's kind of what year two Batman is. So I loved his portrayal of Batman. I loved that he got to actually be a detective for once because we have not seen him be a capable detective in all of the time we have had fucking movies from him. All 60 years of Batman movies, we have not seen a capable detective come from Batman movies and I I loved that this was more of a like 
a whodunit and a like yeah. trying to piece together the puzzle version of Batman because we haven't seen it yet and we've been waiting. Honestly, uh, why are all the other Batman just like idiots? <laughs> I don't know. I really, really liked him in this movie. They they like fighting, but I think yeah, but he likes fighting too. Yeah, like I, you could like fighting and also be hella smart. Well, like, I, I think it's more of he's young, and so the older Batman, like hell, look at look at George Clooney. Those bad guys know that Batman's gonna pop up at some point. Let me bring forty dudes with me to keep him busy. Yeah. I know he's got. I can't just walk in here by myself. Riddler didn't have that many goons until the end, mm-hmm. and he was already locked up. So Riddler would have been doing shit by himself. And Batman, if Batman was like those Batman, he'd have whomped him like twenty minutes into this movie. He's like, you know, Mister Freeze was like, nah, keep him busy. I'm gonna steal his jewels. Shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, Batman. But I enjoyed towards the end the weird dichotomy. I'm a big word boy tonight. The dichotomy of, like, Riddler and Batman, that moment where Riddler's like, I'm just like you, man. Like, we're the same. It's just, you're the stronger one. I'm the smarter one. Like, no, we're the same, dude. And in Batman's face, he's so sad. He doesn't want to be seen as a bad guy, but he is. He, he He's a vigilante. He is a bad guy. He just likes fighting the, the worst people. But he is a bad guy, honestly. Uh, big ups to Alfred. He's an honorable mention. I really liked him. Like I, I said, really liked the I didn't get enough. One. I didn't get enough talking and sass from him. But this is a I younger. Think there, one, I so. think there was there was enough sass. He wasn't as sassy as Michael Caine. Yeah. But we got three movies to experience Michael Caine's sass, and the right. the guy who was offered before that had like five movies in a You're row. Right. Uh, so we you know we only got the tip of the iceberg with Alfred Sass in this movie, and but every time there was an opportunity for sass, he gave it to him, and I liked it. That's true. Yeah. And the the more. That if in the next movie, the more Bruce Wayne quote that we get from him, the more he's not Batman, he's regular Bruce Wayne, the more snark we're going to get from oh, yeah. from Alfred. Because that's really where it comes into play. It's not so much when he's in the suit and like fighting crime. He's not as snarky, but he's hella snarky to Bruce Wayne when he, Bruce is just like dicking around eating his lobster thermidor and <laughs> shit like that. Like, <laughs> I have everything I want. Everything I want. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite instances of Alfred trying to talk to Bruce in the suit, he's like, so are you coming home for dinner tonight? And he could just hear off over the mic him grunting and explosion. He's like, and he just throws the food out because he knows he's not going to be there in time. He's like, I'm not serving you cold food. I'll just wait till you get here and make you uh, food. <laughs> no, no, no. Put that shit in the fridge. He could eat it cold. <laughs> going to miss dinner? Eat a cold, bitch. Yeah, here's your cold lobster thermid away. Yeah. <laughs> now he had to warm it up for him. Uh, but no, uh, honestly, another big ups to the Riddler. He was creepy. Scary, man. Like, ugh. He was a serial killer. Honestly, he was a fucking serial killer. And he just guided Batman the way he wanted the whole movie. And he had to leave him breadcrumbs because he's like, oh, he's going to solve this because I know he's smart. But he's going to do this, this, and that. And I'll be waiting right here. And kidnap that guy while he's busy. Riddler's fucking smart, man. I absolutely loved it. So, Katie, who is your least favorite character? I think we're going to say the same person. Mm, unlikely, because mine is multiple people. Oh. Uh, I hated the Proud Boys. <laughs> the Boogaloo Boys at the end. Yeah. yeah um, fuck them. They're garbage. They... 
Like, not only was there no character development, because thank God we didn't need any character development, but just the entire idea of them is trash. They just sucked. And that entire mentality that, like, oh, this random person on the internet is completely, like, yeah, this town is fucked up. Let's go to the streets with our guns and take it back. Like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Just leave. You're not happy there? Leave. <laughs> fuck. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Falcone. And I've always just kind of grumped about him because it. I do like the whole... Yeah, Thomas was my buddy, man. He saved my life. We were friends. Little little Bruce. He's like, yeah, little bitch. <laughs> but I I didn't really I liked I loved the actor and I loved the whole situation, but I, I knew he wasn't long for this world being in this movie. The second it was like Falcone and Catwoman was in, I was like, Oh, you dying at the end of this. <laughs> I was like, You ain't making it through this fucking movie. And they, he was shitty. In the long Halloween, that version of Falcone wasn't that bad. But this one, they made him like evil. Mm, you're equally shitty. Yeah, but he, he had more. He, he had more kids around, so like more people were shitty. He wasn't super terrible, but um, I guess. But now this one, he only had one kid. I guess he, there weren't any other children. He didn't have yes. a beefy daughter and a nerdy little boy. But whatever. But yeah, the second well, he she did shoot at him first, but Catwoman shot at him. He's like, "You're a shitty dad." He's like, "I'm gonna strangle you." <laughs> but yeah, he was a shitty person. So yeah, when he was dying, I was like, "Oh well." I actually really liked the inclusion of him and the penguin and the entire mob of Gotham being in this film. I like I, young Batman when he dealt with mob stuff. I I really like it. Yeah, it's very reminiscent, like what goth the show gotham did yeah. uh where they were focused on the rise of insane crime in gotham after the death of martha and um thomas thomas wayne i really really liked how it just was a the show gotham was a progression through how all of these people just became bad as hell and were just mob bosses running all of gotham and I feel like this movie really picked up kind of where that show left off with at least the state of Gotham in regards to the mob. Like, the mob had completely taken over. All of the, like, most of the cops were dirty. Mo- everyone in the club, everyone in the, the, the Senate, the city council, all these fucking yeah. people. The DA, everyone was dirty as hell. Like, this is the Gotham, the nitty gritty shitty Gotham that... That's uh, Raymond that we really need to see Batman handle before he gets into the wild like oh yeah I dipped myself in acid and now I'm just fucking a maniac kind of people (laughs) um we get to see him deal with real people who are dealing with just like drugs and on like hidden crime shit I really liked it yeah before we get to the Solomon Grundy's that just sit in a sewer yeah and are zombies we're not dealing with man bat we're not dealing with fucking (laughs) The, yeah. Fucking Rachel Gould, have sex with my daughter, detective. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, actually, she's gonna rape and, you. Like, killer croc. We're not dealing with any of that. Like, the crazy shit. Calendar man. You know, we're I dealing. I wouldn't mind some calendar man. <laughs> condiment man. We're, <laughs> I wouldn't you know, mind anything. <laughs> we're getting, but we're getting real people who yeah. are just, like, money hungry. Yeah. Actually, money. That's the real issue in this. Like, everybody yeah. just wants but, more money. But as Batman goes along, the the need for money, quote, do, like, goes away. Kind of. 
yes, like people like Penguin and Joker, they are like stealing money, but it's not as interconnected and crazy yeah. like the mob is. Like money's cool if they can get it, but the mob, they're like, no, we deal with this. That's we're, the whole point, yeah. We're shipping stuff around. We need this money. Yeah. Joker's like, money's cool. I can pay people off to be stupid and buy time. Yeah. I don't give a shit. I can do this for free. Yeah. So let's do seven word synopsis. I only have one. So, grumpy young Batman is the fucking best. Katie. Uh, Colin Farrell absolutely disappears into the Penguin. Yeah. I the first time I watched it, I couldn't even tell that it was him. It had to be the second time we watched it, and I was like looking really closely, like paying really close attention to his character. Where I was like, oh yeah, I can kind of see Colin Farrell in there. He was just like fucking insane. Okay, before your next one, I have a question for you because I listened back to Batman Returns and you were talking about this was before this movie was getting going that uh Danny DeVito is the quintessential Absolutely penguin. he is. How do you think he measured up to Danny DeVito's penguin? Well, I think it's two different things. So we are Colin Farrell's penguin is mob boss penguin. Yeah. He he is uh the guy from fucking um Gotham like mm-hmm. He, you know, started low in the mob, worked his way up. He became a club owner. He's doing all, he's wheeling and dealing these mob people. He's taking all this money from all over the place. That is the iteration of Joker that Colin Farrell is doing. Now, a minute ago, I was talking about how eventually this Batman is going to get into the dips themselves in acid and lives in a sewer and is a man bat type villains because... That's what Batman is. The penguin that Danny DeVito played is that version. Yeah. Because he is deformed like a penguin. He speaks with penguins. Like, <laughs> Danny DeVito is the penguin from the comics. We there's So there's two versions of penguin. And Colin Farrell did a great job f- specifically for this version, for the mob. The idea that the mob is running all of Gotham. That was great. But... Danny DeVito is the, like, condiment man version of yeah. the Penguin. Like, yeah, it's it's weird because you got to kind of, you have to understand that there are two different versions or sides of Batman that are happening here. One side is the, was it John Cena show? Oh, Peacemaker. One, Yeah, one side is the Suicide Squad Peacemaker show where everyone's just, like, fucking weird as hell. <laughs> like, the, we got a dude with... Just, he's half shark. Half shark, half human. That just is normal. And then in this Batman world, we don't have that. It's just, like, real people with real problems and just psychopaths. So, I still think Danny DeVito is the best. Yeah. And I'll die on that hill. But Colin Farrell completely disappeared into his character. Like, you couldn't even tell that it was him. And then, my second one. Only took 60 years to become detective. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a weird thing. Because when they make these Batman movies, I guess they assume people don't want to see the detective side of Batman. Yeah. Him trying to actually solve things. They're like, no, I just want to see him fight. I'm like, well, yeah, it's Batman. But I don't mind if he's trying to really solve shit. If he has the right villain in front of him, yeah, solving stuff is what you need to do. That's why Riddler, I think, it was the perfect first one for yeah. for this Bruce. He needed something. Well, I like think that. I think a lot of d- directors, people in charge, 
previously have really been focused on the gadget side yeah. of um, of Batman. Like, we got to show off his car, and every time we show his car, it's there's an improvement. It's got to be bigger. It's got to be better. All these things. He's got to have a bat grappling hook. He's got to have a batarang. He's got to have all these different things in his utility belt that are just wild as hell and amazing because the comic book versions have that. And like, yes, that stuff is cool, but I don't need to see it every time. I'm more interested in having him be a legitimate detective and fucking solving crime and figuring out problems than just seeing his shiny toys all around. Like, that doesn't really matter to me so much. Especially because in this world where he is a detective, like, Rob Pattinson's detective Batman is the Batman that discovers that Clark Kent is Superman and that Superman has a weakness to kryptonite. It sure is not Batman, like Ben Affleck Batman. (laughs) It sure, for sure is not Christian Bale Batman. Like, those guys would not have figured that out. They are not good enough detectives. They don't have reasonable deduction skills to figure this shit out. But Rob Pattinson's Batman definitely does. I could see him actually, like, figuring it out. Yeah, and then having a whole section of his cave where it's just like, oh, this is the thing that'll stop Wonder Woman, and this is the thing that'll stop Aquaman, and this is the thing that'll stop The Flash. Yeah, because he's a fucking detective. Finally. Thank you. Yeah. So, obviously, right now, the movie did great, and we'll talk about money in a second, but... The future is up there. Like, they are making a second one. That's already been confirmed. It was confirmed the, like, the premiere night, I yeah. think. They oh, were yeah, like, the oh my god, we made so much money. Yeah, they made their money back we're just with We're definitely pre-sale. making a Batman 2. So, he's still technically in his own world. It's Earth 2. So, I'm I cool. assume... I'm fine with that. Yeah, but I, I want to see him in a newer Justice League at some point. If they can come up with a good story... And not like an origin one, just, well, they have to kind of originize them. But maybe with the Flashpoint movie, he just gets dragged over or something. Like, I need a version of Gal Gadot, Robert Pattinson, and I guess Aquaman, then I can change him out. But I need them to come up with a, some story and some fight. I think he would do great as a younger Batman with that group. Uh, I think it would be really good. And then they could hold, they could do the whole. Tower of Babel, where he made weaknesses for everybody. He's like, just in case, because y'all are fucking scary. So let me just put this kryptonite in this corner over here. <laughs> but I think that would be really cool. So, Katie, this film came out May... No, March. March 4th. I know it was a M month. March 4th, 2022. What do you think the budget was? I said $120 million. Not bad. Not that bad. It was around 185 to 200. Okay. Data reduce. So at this point, this movie's been out for like two months. What do you think the box office is? 600 million. 768 Ooh. million. Getting inching their way up to a billion. So they'll probably hit a billion. Uh, is it on DVD yet? No, but it's on HBO Max, so it's probably not going to hit a billion, I don't think. Yeah. Uh, I think when the DVD sales and Blu-ray come out, because I'm absolutely getting Oh, this. yeah. Yeah. You're right. It'll it'll definitely boost up a bit. Because everybody that watched it and was like, that was good. They're probably going to buy some copy of it. Yeah. I absolutely am getting it because I need to hear commentary. I need Matt Reeves and Robert Pattinson sitting in a room 
talking about this movie because I think it would be an absolutely amazing commentary. Yeah. Hell, get get Alfred in there too. Fuck it, you know. And the um, Riddler. Yeah. Oh, Paul Dano probably has a lot of things to say. So I really need that. So I can't wait till that comes out on DVD. That's gonna be fucking great. Oh, I forgot to bring up the music. You remember who did the music? No. Your boy, old Mikey G. Michael Giacchino? Yeah. Oh, there you go. But we didn't even bring up the music. So the clues, the not the clues, but the nods to Kurt Cobain pop up. And it's the song, what, Something in the Way? I don't know the name of Nirvana songs. Yeah, there's one song that they use all the time. And then the music's great. There's versions of Ave Maria. Wasn't it Come As You Are? But like a slow, sad version of Come As You Are? I thought it was. I don't know. Isn't it something in the way? I don't know. Who knows? I think it's something in the way. But uh, the music, it's its cool. And the Batman's theme, and I guess Michael Giacchino made it. And I need to like find that song. But his, yeah, something in the way. But Michael Giacchino didn't use the you know there's probably some like nods to it somewhere in here i need to sit down and just like really listen to the music but the theme that he made for the batman i really like the song and it might just be just a little thematic thing he throws in in spots but uh towards the end when him and catwoman are looking at each other it plays again i was like damn i really like that little tune that he made it's kind of like Wonder Woman's theme that um, what Junkie XL made. That boy, no, 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 do, 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 do. It's a sweet ass little ditty that they can crack in anywhere. But I like it, even though we don't hear the you know old school Batman theme, which I'm sad they didn't crack in. Just like in other movies, they're like, it's okay. They're doing it in the Lego movies and the Lego yeah, games. That's, you're right. That's good enough. I need another Lego. The Danny Elfman versions. I need another Lego Batman movie. Absolutely. And I need Robert Pattinson to be like I don't know. A, uh, a bionicle shaped Batman or something. He's like a different shaped Batman and he's in it. I need him to be like a like a young Batman and also like meet himself from Twilight. <laughs> he's like or, a vampire Batman. Or his Cedric Diggory from Harry Potter. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that would be hilarious. He's like, nice shirt. He's like, thanks. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they're going to do the multiverse Batman stuff soon. They really need to. I need a multiverse Lego Batman version. That'd well, be really that's cute. what, I mean, yeah, yeah. that's kind of what the Legos, Lego stuff's already doing. Yeah. But. It'd be funny if Robert Pattinson was sitting down trying to eat and it was a lobster thermidor. If I was in charge of Batman, there would be a mention of lobster thermidor in every version of Batman if that was up to me. If I had the power to do that. <laughs> But no, uh, everything about this movie is really fucking banging. So, but yeah, uh, it should be on its way to a billion. I hope. But everyone liked it. For sure, there's people out there. I've seen people online say that was that was a boring ass three hour movie. I sat and watched. I'm like, fuck you. You liked it. You just don't want to say you like it like everybody else. But sure, there's probably people out there that thought it was boring. But fuck it. It got your money. So whatever. Um, you're gonna get more of it. They're probably gonna make it just as long the next one. And <laughs> I gotta not gonna go shorter. So, um, Katie, do you have anything else to say about the Batman? Nope, it's really good. Go check it out. Yeah, please. It's on HBO Max right now. Yeah, 
Yeah, I don't I mean, know how long they're gonna keep it on there, but it's on there right now. So. Oh yeah, it's not gonna be on there for forever. Well, it might because it is DC and they have the streaming rights to DC's catalog. But because it's a newer movie, they might have it on for a little while and then take it off, which is what they've been doing with a bunch of their stuff. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm excited for season two of Peacemaker. I need peacemaker to i don't know he doesn't know that batman's smaller but i need him to make a joke about batman being a string bean and how he could beat him up because he made a joke about like batman's gigantic he's like oh he's talking about ben affleck batman but it'd be funny if some way he figured out that like oh batman's a string bean now i could beat him up (laughs) because he probably now he could beat up (laughs) he would get good hits on him but batman this batman can fight so um but yeah if you have any other cool fun facts or quotes or anything from this you know, newer Batman movie, you can tweet us at Allentown Pod. We have an email, it is Allentown Presents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook at Allentown Presents. So, we are making it through. We have one more new ass comic book film to do. And, ladies and gentlemen, we're heading back into Marvel Town, baby. Population Spider Man. Spider City. No, I don't, I don't know. Population something. Spider County, USA. <laughs> Population, Hell's Kitchen, New York City. <laughs> but no, uh, we're going to do the new new Spider-Man, even though we didn't do the second Spider-Man. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine, because this one's a banger. The second one was good, but this one's better. Yeah, this is all right. <clears throat> Throw it on the ground. This one's the good one. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> yeah, I love all my... Poor Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, I love all my children equally. The second one was good. I actually don't like the first one that much. I like the second one and the third one better. Yeah. Because I didn't care about uh, Michael Keaton. What is Vulture? It? Vulture, Falcon, whatever. He's the fuck. scary. He's scary, but scary I wasn't, looking dude, but I wasn't man. interested in his like villain arc. Yeah. I don't know. I enjoyed that it wasn't an intro story. We, he was already set up. It was yeah. just him trying to... We'll his get britches there. were too big. We'll anyway, get Anyway, thank you so much for listening. And we'll be back very soon with the Spider-Man movie. Spider-Man, y'all. Okay, bye guys. Bye. That's not in the movie.